Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Welcome to today's podcast. Little slightly different setup to normal. Um, so we're just going to go with it and see what happens. Um, I quite like being challenged. So we are still on season five. This is episode seven. And so far, um, for a recap for you, if you haven't listened before for any of season five, we started off talking about Tough Mudder because it's something that I'm doing um, in September with my son. And then it kind of evolved. So then we were talking about my training and what I was doing for my physical body. And then it went on a little bit more to um, having the confidence to say yes to things and not comparing ourselves. And it has occurred to me um, as we've gone through that really doing a Tough Mudder has got absolutely nothing to do with my physical body at all. And it's all to do with my mindset and, you know, like all things, we have to have the right mindset, don't we? So because that's evolved, this podcast season has evolved, which means I get to have guests. And I'm really lucky to have another guest today. So today I am talking with Liz, who is a sole purpose coach. So thank you so much for joining me, Liz. I've been really looking forward to chatting to you today. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's great to be here. Um, so first of all, for me and for everybody listening, what um, what does it evolve being a sole purpose coach? What do you do? Yeah, well, for me, it's sole purpose is really a deepening of my understanding of a life purpose coach. Okay. So it's the understanding that we're coming from a place of that we are spiritual beings having a earthly experience. And I believe I feel that believe and witness, actually, that when we can connect to that deeper part of ourselves and our, and our clients facilitate that, then we can really it helps with our self-worth. It helps with us living our, our true purpose, really. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. And, and it's such a wide subject, isn't yeah. it? Like I know you've kind of brought it into a couple of sentences there for me, but yeah, it's very, very far reaching. And I guess takes us our whole lives to explore our life and what, what we need to find out about ourselves and maybe, you know, more than one lifetime. Absolutely. So I I personally believe that we are um all connected that we are part of the unified field the wholeness that the you know going a bit deep but the universe experiencing itself and when we are you know incarnated or we we come down have this earthly experience we are part of that whole and yet we also have this unique soul's essence and this is the part that is really important for us in each you know in each lifetime but in particularly this one because this is the only one we're living right now yeah <laughs> so so really when we can get in contact with our soul's essence and we really kind of get a sense of who we are and what we're here to do then really it gives us greater purpose but it, I really also feel that it, it, it 
it makes us feel better about ourselves rather than this just this sense of we're just a person who lives and dies and you know what does that matter on some levels that we are something uh, something much greater than that and I don't mean that in an egotistical way <laughs> but yeah, just yeah. on a kind of soul level way and I believe that we have a soul's this soul's essence gets expressed throughout our lives in different ways so just for example you're not going to be potentially you're not going to be wanting to do the same things in the same way at 40 that you were when you were 14 yeah and for me the essence is really the clues are there all along usually from childhood um if and the more we're in alignment we the more we can see that through line and that that thread that weaves through the tapestry of our lives really and gives the clues particularly when we get out of alignment off center which happens to us all right I mean yeah you know, that's just the way it is yeah and it kind of the more we deep, deeply connect with our hearts the more inner journey we take the more that that is revealed to us so I also see it as like a you know, if you think of like a flower, the, the tight bud of a flower, as it begins to open, it reveals, yeah. um, you know, layers and layers and layers. And the more our life goes on, the more deeper and tighter to that bud and the more that's revealed in that beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And which is really exciting, <clears throat> isn't it? And mm. I mean, I completely um, relate to what you're saying. I also agree that, um you know, I, I feel like we're all energy, we're all connected. And so if I'm learning something and I'm growing, that will help you to learn and to grow and somebody else to learn and to grow. And it kind of ripples, doesn't it? And, um, and I mean, I, and I can relate that directly to this tough mother <clears throat> that I'm doing, which I thought at the beginning was challenging me as a physical person, but actually it's challenging me much, much more than that. But I have already discovered, even though I've not done it yet, that the sense of community, yeah. that's the thing that gets the people through. And that's exactly that. It's the energy that people bring. It's That's what carries everybody through. And that's why at the end of it, everyone feels so amazing and they want to do more. And I can already feel that charged energy before we've got there. And that's exactly um, you know, how I can relate to what you're saying, because mm. we are all connected and we can <clears throat> feed off each other. Um, and so, yes, energy is really important. Oh, totally. And as as you're saying that, it's, it's it's kind of affirming that sense that when we come together with people that are resonating at the same frequency, which you would be if you're, you know, you're all coming together to do this amazing um, feat, you know, that's both yeah. physical and emotional, mental, the whole thing. Um, that you're coming together with like-minded people they're on that same wavelength that energy and that's going to only build and build and build and, and we know this happens in all areas of life you know there's studies done about meditation when people come together and meditate together that's actually shown that um, crime rates in particular areas have actually actually gone down yes so it's similar it's that frequency that wavelength yeah, absolutely. And oh, you were talking about meditation. So I know that from looking at your Instagram that you do sound meditation, which is mm -hmm. fascinating. And I actually was having a conversation with someone about it this morning, which oh. I love. I love all the synchronicities of life. Um, yeah. 
so what's the kind of difference between um, the meditation that I do? I mean, I have, do actually have a singing bowl, but I would say that I dabbled. I'm not a professional in any stretch of the imagination, um, but I do meditate every single day and it's massively important to my life and sort of the person that I am now. So how does that meditation differ from the, the singing bowl meditation and the sound meditation that you do? Okay, so sound, I mean, it's so far reaching, there's so many different ways to, to do sound healing. Yeah. You know, often it's referred to as sound baths yes. uh, or sound journeys. And I like sometimes the word bath because it's, if you think of a bath, you get into it and it fully immerses you. And this is what happens with sound, resonant sound. Okay. And this can be done through gongs, singing bowls, crystal singing bowls, um, your own voice. In fact, your own voice is one of the most healing vibrations when it's in, a, a, you know, a, a good resonance yeah. than anything, actually. So, so really sound healing, sound baths, it's that fully immersive experience where you're, it, it's penetrating the, the cells it's, um, and it's deeply relaxing. What I'm noticing more and more both for myself and others, is we live in, uh, you know, busy times, changing times. There's a lot going on. And that's not to be, you know, full of woe. It's just, you know, acknowledging how things can be in a lot of people's lives. And what I'm noticing is people are wanting to receive, going to that deep sense of relaxation. So yeah. when you go for a sound bath, for example, <coughs> excuse me, you're lying, usually lying down, you're making yourself very comfortable. And then it's your, you're receiving, you might, you know, you're invited. I invite my um, participants to, you know, if their mind wanders off, bringing it back as we do in meditation without yeah. judgment. And it's that act of one receiving, you don't need to do anything, you know. Um, and also it's kind of changing the brainwaves. You know, it connects yeah. the two hemispheres of the brain. I mean, there are obviously overlaps with meditation. Yeah. Um, it's taking you from the uh, beta brainwaves, which we need to function in life and get on and do things. But if we spend too much time in that, obviously that's not great. So you're bringing down to the alpha theta brainwaves, which really is that sense of deep relaxation, but also connection so that when we're in that kind of brainwave state, we're more likely to receive, you know, downloads, you know, um, in, inspired inner voice stuff. Yes. So I hope that answers your question. Very yeah, it does. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And <clears throat> would you say that it's better to have a sound bath as a group of people rather than just uh, individually? Do you get more from it if you're a group because there's more vibration? That's an interesting question. I think... Um, I think both are beneficial for different reasons. I think the collectiveness, I mean, I did I did a bath, a bath, <laughs> a sound bath last night, actually, guided one. So I start with a meditation. So I do incorporate meditation. Yeah. Um, locally, actually, but just down the road. And there is something about the coming together um, of people, like-minded people. There is yeah. certainly that energy of all being there together, that supportive energy of any group, right? of like-minded yeah. people and obviously that you're receiving that all together so I do think that that is very powerful I think the experience of one-to-one -one is different 
you might be going with your uh you know a specific intention and the and the um the sound healer can direct and this is focusing your attention so yeah. i guess it would be i would liking it not exactly but to the difference between like you know having group therapy and individual therapy it's just it's just different yeah the t- intention behind it yeah and obviously yeah. when you're one to one that put, you know it's very specifically for you yes and yeah. i would say it's like, again with many things in life be it meditation or um, sound or, or anything we do when we do the work on ourselves even if we don't do it in a group we're doing it on ourselves that does resonate out into our families our friends everyone we come into contact with and so we're yeah. either making sound or we're making noise really yes so the difference between gossiping and uh, I don't know giving a genuine compliment you know the resonance is different yeah. the whole yeah. universe is vibrating everything yeah. nothing is in rest state and so we're either feeding into that it's kind of connected to manifestation and all of that we're either feeding into that higher vibrational frequency that is going to kind of elevate all consciousness of all beings or we're contributing in the other way. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it goes back again, doesn't it, to the fact that we're all energy, we're all connected, and it ripples out. And like you say, if you are working on yourself, then that ripples through to your friends and family around you, which then I guess would ripple out to them. And it it just kind of keeps on going, doesn't it? It's lovely. Mm-hmm. I must admit, I have witnessed for myself being, uh, so I'm a yoga teacher as well, and guiding people through a yoga practice and maybe finishing with om at the end or Mm. you know some sort of meditation you can feel the energy in the room rising just you know without doing too much but like you say like-minded people and then everyone goes off and spreads that nice calm through their day into everybody else's day as well absolutely I always start with the R on the frequency of R is you know is very high frequency like upper chakra frequency yeah. and when we and then that the OM and when we get to that point where we're closing the mouth and the OM that frequency why humming is so powerful is that actually you're creating an inner chamber you're closing your mouth and that's resonating through your your head and your whole body yeah. and I'm you know, I'm, it's interesting. We're, we're kind of talking about the this sense of the collective versus the individual. And again, it's so it, it, that is in itself so interconnected because I often talk to my you know clients and and, and friends and mm. anyone who listens. Sorry, my arm went on there. And <laughs> um, that you know, this whole thing. Sometimes people think that it's selfish to take time. Yeah. You know, and actually, and we should always be giving. And I personally don't agree with that. I don't feel that we can pour from an empty vessel. And so actually when we, you know, it's about reframing that. And if you need time on your own, that you take that time. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think that that whole, um, you know, self-care is quite old fashioned, isn't it? And now we cut, we know better. We've learned that there are studies and science behind it to show that, you know, you're absolutely right. You need to take the time for you. You need to fill your cup up in whatever way that works. Mm. Like for me personally, I like being outside. I like being barefoot. 
Um, I like being in nature and I actually like being by myself or quite a solitude person for recharging my batteries. Mm, me too. Um, whereas my husband recharges his batteries amongst other people. He likes that buzz and that energy and that helps him. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think our learning now, we know more, we know that we need to look after ourselves. And, and for me, that's why I like wellness because when people talk about wellness, they always go, oh yeah, you know, you've got to be skinny and you've got to be really fit. And actually for me, that's not really what wellness is. Wellness is getting really good sleep, being really hydrated. Like, yes, we want to be fit and healthy and fueling our bodies well, but it's not about athletics. It's not about how, you know, somebody telling us we've got to look or it's so wide ranging, isn't it? Exactly. And I think for some people, it may be, and that's their journey and that's okay. Absolutely. And yeah. other people, it's about finding our own voice with that. For me, it was, you know, I had um, coming to coaching, I had a massive wake up call as a life shock. Right. And, and, for, and that's what's brought me on this journey of, you know, life shocks as um, opportunities for transformation you know they're really portals for transformation and awakening and I and, and and that kind of also feeds into the sense of being meant for more which is another part of my message which um is really that when we connect on soul level we really then begin to acknowledge it, that we are meant for more if we you know it's all about choice yes and for me what happened with the life shock is that you know if we're not listening to the prompts of the universe if we're not, you know, listening, then then often a big life shock will come in our way. So it's really all about that going back to center. And I and to continue from what you were saying, um, nature was a huge part of that for me. I spent spent a huge amount of time, uh, took some time off work because um, I was having multiple surgeries. So I spent loads of time in nature, either sitting in the gardening garden doing a little bit of gardening when I could, when I was recovering from surgery, you know, as I was recovering more, going on longer and longer walks. And a back to frequency is that, you know, um, you know, you think of the resonance of the earth, which is like almost eight hertz. And that's yes. a very similar wavelength, as I understand it, to like theta. And yeah. when we're out in nature, yes, there's the the aromas, yes, there's the the views often, but we're actually, <clears throat> it's tuning us back to our, you know, healthy state of ourselves. Yeah. So I don't know, I've quite a lot in that, but yeah, I think that all of these experiences bring us back to that sense that it is, is what is our resonance in a yeah. vibration? What are we drawn to? What is our soul's essence calling us? towards to to express in this world yeah and it's very different from person to person yeah absolutely and, and chapter to chapter of our lives and for me when we which I did get out of alignment very much allowed myself to get stressed did have some bereavements um, in my life in the lead up to that and then you know if we get out of alignment then we're more likely to get in you know unwell or just out of touch with who we are and that's why I'm so um passionate really about that sense of it starts with ourselves it starts actually with our hearts yes connecting deeply to the wisdom of our hearts 
yeah which actually has got a lot more wisdom than our brains and our yeah thoughts. I agree I agree mm. yeah and it's and it's interesting isn't it so I, I know you were saying just a moment ago that we're all on our own journey so if, if people aren't quite up to speed to this bit at the moment that's fine because they'll get there when they need to or they're ready um but I think it's really important to have these conversations and put it out there in the world because you don't know who's going to listen and it might be just what they need to hear at that moment yeah yeah absolutely I mean um it's yeah it's interesting idea is that we're exactly where we're meant to be really and we can all get caught up in the comparisonitis or oh I should or shoulding ourselves and all of that and just noticing for me it's about the programming um you know the programming the influencing and recognizing that for what it is that when we're from when we're very young to for all our lives you know advertising you know different thing you know schooling you know I'm not saying this is negative at all it's not it's a mix it's a mixed bag and yet you know we we hear those different thought patterns and when we recognize them as just thoughts part of the you know the programming that we've received till date then then we can kind of release that a little bit more this is what helps with our mindset I believe and that returning back to ourselves does that make sense yeah absolutely it does yeah yeah so if someone's listening to us chatting today and they think, oh, my God, this is fascinating. I'd love to find my sole purpose. Like, what's the very first step that you would advise somebody? Like, how can they start on that journey if they've not really experienced what we're talking about? OK. Yeah. Um, uh, get clear on what you don't want. OK. Um, yeah. Which might sound so I'd say that's the you know, if you're getting spun out of like, oh my gosh, I don't know why, and I've been there, kind of like getting, oh gosh, I'm not sure what I want to be doing, and you know, I am I can be a little bit of a magpie sometimes, so I have to rein that in, what do they call it, um, uh, I can't think of the word for it right now, but that um, shiny object, yes. <laughs> shiny objects, um, and so if you find yourself in that place, um, and if there's a little bit of anxiety, just kind of writing down, journaling, getting clear on what is it I don't want, yeah. And safeguarding that. Why? Why is that important? Because if we safeguard it as we go then forward in our journey, we've not got to necessarily unpick things. Yeah. Does that make sense? It so does. for me, when I um when I was unwell, I took time out and I got to a place where I thought I knew I didn't want to work for someone else. And that's what led me to be a solopreneur. So getting just clear on that one thing, uh, yeah. I worked companies and people for many years. And that's perfectly fine. And that was right for me at that time. Um, Safeguarding that allows you, if you can, and if you don't, that's fine, (laughs) um, allows the freedom. And then the the next thing I would say would be um, the the poem by Lao Tzu comes to my mind, and it always does one of my favorite poems that says, um, you know, the, the more, basically, the more we leave our center, the less we learn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's about coming back to yourself, Take doing some form of practice. It might be yoga, it may be sound, it may be meditation, it may be nature, it may be a combination of those things. Coming yeah. back to 
groundedness and yourself. Yeah. Tuning in with your heart, especially, which sounds can sound very, and I don't mean in a Valentine's kind of way. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, even placing your hand over your heart center. Yeah. Energy flows where attention goes. So you place your hand, taking a few deeper breaths into your heart. Because scientifically now we know what the mystics spoke about, which is the heart has wisdom. It communicates more with the brain and the brain connects, communicates with the heart. So when we drop down, that's where the wisdom comes from. Yeah, amazing. And so exciting to know that if there's something in your life that you're not that happy with, you do actually have the power to change it. You can take small steps and you can build something new and leave that all behind. That's amazing, isn't it? I love that. I love that you said that because that is so important. It's the little steps that, you know, day by day, hour by hour. And if we take a couple of steps back, you know, we will. So what? But yeah. um, it's that kind of moving ever forward. Yeah. And, uh, and also, as we've been talking, what's come up, which I think is perfect, perfect divinity, which it is all inside of us. And that doesn't mean to say we, we you know, we need mentors, teachers, coaches, um, you know, all of these things, family members, community, all are hugely, hugely beneficial, important, beautiful to receive and give to. Yes. And, and yet, not and yet, as well, knowing that it's all inside us, you have your breath. We all have our breath. We can return to the breath. We all have a heart. We can turn to a heart. We all have feet. We can put them on the ground. We all have a voice. We can vocally tone just an om to, you know, retune the inner orchestra. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, we, and, you know, it, and it can be that simple. It doesn't have to be no, really complicated. No, it take it right back like you say you can just <clears throat> breathe you can't breathe wrong your body knows how to do it yeah, already but yeah <clears throat> yeah we do we can overcomplicate, and that can be fun sometimes <laughs> but but you're right it's it's like returning to the basics and I, when I reflect on the fact that we are part of you know the whole and within us we have everything we need isn't that beautiful really yeah absolutely that's exciting isn't it it's exciting because if you think, you know, we can we have everything we need in order to get into um, the right equilibrium when we're stressed to receive the downloads from the universe. And I don't mean downloads like you're going to become a channel necessarily. I literally mean, OK, what's my next step? Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. But it's all here. Yeah. And what's also beautiful. So I think it's kind of coming full circle because it's that that individual and the collective yeah we have people around us should we wish to connect to to um i don't know uh gain insight from and uh help from a yoga teacher going to yoga class or yeah so it's yeah. all of that yeah absolutely and i think for me i like to I when I wherever I do yoga I always share with the people that I'm guiding is the one thing I want them to remember is that it's their practice but it actually goes through everything like everything we're doing it's just a practice we don't want to ever reach perfection I don't even know what perfection is but yeah, everything we do is 
practicing and every day should be completely different you know it's I think it's quite exciting that we can wake up and be like right this is a brand new shiny day how is it going to pan out you know I, I don't know and, and that's that's amazing absolutely and it's moving away it's back to the mindfulness because you know I think you know I, I do mindfulness meditation yeah um, that it's back to the the um the principles that underpin mindfulness which is about trust non-striving um try um you know kindness towards ourselves you know and there are many different ones but it is about that it's yeah I mean the the idea of perfection I mean yeah it's just it's a no win isn't it because what's perfection to one isn't to another it's 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 um yeah it's not a great thing to strive towards <laughs> no absolutely and it's all just our perspective on what we're looking at isn't it so yeah. everybody's is always going to be different yeah and for me the last thing I'll say about that is is when becoming unwell that that's one thing a big lesson I learned is is when I feel myself in striving mode oh, I've got to do this I've got to you know I'm not saying I never fall into those traps. We all do. But more often than not going, okay, just stop for a minute. Is that true? Yes. Is it it true? Is it really true? Do I have to do everything on my list today? Yeah. And then and and not getting into that place where it's compromising our health. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mm. that's a really good point. Oh, my goodness. The time has whizzed past. I have loved talking to you. I'm a talker. (laughs) (laughs) I could literally talk to you all day. Um, Is there anything that you would like to tell everyone? Like, is there any offers or workshops coming up or where can people find you if they want to find you? Yeah. If you want to find me, I'm LizKeats.com. So that's Keats, K-A-T-E-S. I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I do uh, I mean if you're local in <laughs> might not be uh, East Sussex I do sound baths um, I do a lot of stuff online as well I do a one-to-one coaching so yeah um, just reach out I'd love to hear from you even if it's you've got a question about anything I've said today um, Fabulous. reach out <laughs> That's brilliant thank you okay so Thank you, Liz, for being my guest. Thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast today. All of the things that we've talked about, all the links, I will make sure that they're in the show notes. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. I've really enjoyed it, Kim. Thank you. I love your smiling face while I'm talking. It's really (laughs) put me at ease. And yeah, it's been really lovely. Thank you so much for inviting me. Okay. Thank you, everybody. And I will speak to you all in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.